everybody, welcome to episode 85 this time of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, who's mega with me tonight. Maverick Hunter, Michael Coanger Hughes. And the original Maverick, Bill Tucker. Nice. And that means you're something... hunting me? Does that mean you're hunting me? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I guess I thought yeah. we were pals. <laughs> we shouldn't have went rogue because a virus came out from a different robot that was built thousands of years ago. After right. you guys... After you guys That's... may have watched that Spooktober movie, yeah, it's it's on. <laughs> uh, it's the Mega Man X series. Like the the basic storyline is something to do has to do with. Well, we'll get there in a second, but yeah, I'll, I'll get that joke. Um, two, one thing before we introduce what we're talking about, which you already know, is I actually have another podcast to give a shout out to. Uh, nerd Radio, N3RD Radio, your national nerd net radio direct, the only radio station made for nerds. It's a guy who he streams for I think eight hours every week. Talk about video game movies and TV, so there will be a link in, in the show notes for him. So definitely check him out. So if, hey, if you're if you need to, you know, t- listen to for eight hours, this is the guy to listen to. Hey, I, I can't imagine doing that every eight hours a day for once a week. <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of recording and a lot of, but I can't. Uh, I give him credit. <laughs> Good, stuff. Good stuff. All right, and uh, Bill, why don't you introduce what we're talking about? We are talking about the 1993 classic from Capcom, Mega Man X. And uh, again, this was uh, developed by Capcom. It was the first in the Super Nintendo uh, Mega Man series. Makes uh, incredible use of the hardware and the expanded capabilities. And it's my new favorite game. It's, it's <laughs> finally supplanted Super Metroid as my favorite game of all time. Better game. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's really uh, astounding. And I'm very excited to talk at length about it. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, this game, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there's actually a plot. There, there is indeed a plot um, that I don't care about. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's definitely a, a start cutscene that I push start to get past. But yeah, there. Well, I didn't even know that. I, I want to say Zero was made first, but Zero had some virus in him, and that is what leads to the Mavericks become the Reploid becoming Mavericks or something. Yeah, so Mega Man X was the was Mega Man X uh, the your the titular character that you play as. The he is I believe the f- was developed by Dr. Light. Yes. Um to have sentient abilities. He has the ability to think and feel and make his own decisions. True AI in a robot. Um he dies before X is finished, so in an attempt to not throw this half-ready robot into the world, he sticks him in a capsule for 30 years, I think. 100 years. 100 years, something like that. And um, to be released at that time. But I No, you're yeah, right. Diagnostic capsule, 30 years of testing. Sorry, you're right. That's it. Yeah, 30 years of diagnostic testing. And um, then there's a, a separate doctor, Dr. Kane, who uncovers X and releases him. Very excited about what he represents. So he says, forget Dr. Light, I don't care. Let's stick a gun in his hand. Let's go and fight these. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go uh, fight these um, mavericks who are other sentient robots who have decided to go the other way and be criminal. So uh, the rep uh, reploids is that right? No, yeah, the the, the um, yeah the reploids. Um, some of them become hunters, and the hunters take on the mavericks. And both Zero and Mega Man X are hunters. Mega Man is not terribly good at this at the very beginning, as we see. And um, Zero is kind of like almost like a mentor figure for him. And, and that's where we're at. And then there's this dude, Sigma, who does some evil plot to... He wants the Reploids to basically become the master race. Uh, kind of like Blade. You know, <laughs> basically the same that we recorded a, an episode on Blade yesterday. And basically the same plot, I guess. 
So, uh, yeah, just imagine Wesley Snipes in a Mega Man X costume, and I think <laughs> you basically got the idea. But hey, and, at um, least in this game, if, if motherfuckers are ice skating uphill, it can make sense because you can skate on ice, so it makes more can. sense. <laughs> than, you can. Than... You can dash. Um, but a witty one-liner a... that should not have been in the movie. Yeah, and that's that's basically the the idea of the game, the plot. Even though, again, if you're playing this game, you're not here for that. Nobody gives a shit about the plot. <laughs> no, no, why would you? Why would you? It's very secondary, um, and it stays out of the way, unlike it does in other Mega Man series, uh, other Man, Mega Man games in this series, where it becomes more and more and more plot. Yeah. But in this game, it's just in the background in case you want it, and in the foreground is beautiful gameplay, um, lovely graphics. And I, I, it's, it's, it's expertly tuned play. It's full expression. There's so many ways to approach a particular obstacle or enemy. The, the weapons are across the board phenomenal to good. And um, the bosses are across the board phenomenal to good. There's a couple of downers in there. We'll talk about it. But it, it is an extraordinary game as far as design goes. It, it hits every mark it aims for. And exceeds it, you know. It's oh, yeah. it, it is phenomenal, and I do definitely think this is now my favorite game. It was always Super Metroid. That was always it, this you know. Better game, but I, I think this is slightly better um, because I think there's just less down parts. There are some pretty rough parts of Super Metroid that people tend to paper oh. over in their brain. All of Meridia. Yeah. Uh, yes. All <laughs> basically all the second half Meridia. Yeah, the wreck ship isn't great. The the boss of the wreck ship is horrendous. He's not good. Um, I he's not have fun. No idea. Very, very vague. Remember what you're talking about? Oh, Fan- Fantoon. I think Fantoon, his name is. Yeah, I yeah, played it. Know. It's been a while. Yeah, episode one actually. But anyway, so yeah, what do you, what's your first experience with Mega Man X? Mine was I got it at probably at release. I was um I was a casual Mega Man fan, but I think when I got my epi- my uh, episode my edition of of a Nintendo Power. I think it might have been their fiftieth or hundredth anniversary issue. It was the cover was completely silver with an etched yeah. Mega Man X in the front. <laughs> I, I think as soon as I one. got that, I was I was in. That was on the Christmas list. Santa, deliver it to me. I, <laughs> I can't remember why I got this game. My my mom had actually it's a game my mom found. I don't remember why she bought this for me or anything. I don't think I, I, I liked Mega Man. Like I knew Mega Man one and two for NES. I didn't have an NES, but my friend had all the old NES games. I remember seeing two and three and four a lot. Cause he wouldn't play five or six. He, he didn't like those. Cause he, he was, he had a hard time with them. And I liked Mega Man, but I don't know why. I don't remember if I asked for Mega Man X or she just bought me Mega Man X. But I remember playing the hell out of this game when I was a kid. Never could beat it. Never beat it as a kid. Never even got past. The spider in the first Sigma stage, really. I had a hard time with that. that is hard. I had a hard time with that playing for the, for this playthrough. It's hard. Yeah. It's still a bitch. He's really challenging. Yeah, not a wonderful boss, but uh, it's definitely uh, definitely a hard part in that well, in that series. Mega Man games have a hard time when it comes to anything. I mean, the first a, after the first eight bosses, when you jump into the Wily or Sigma stages, they, they just go, ah, let's just throw shit at the guy and piss him off. Like, he already had his fun. <laughs> like, I, that's how I feel with, those, with them. I think I was in this... The same boat where I never had it, but a friend had it, and I just remember playing it there. And I think this is where my love of animal motifs started, <laughs> because the element slash animal is a is a cool pairing, and I love that they kept that going forward with the series. Well, that's just their thing. Yeah, I mean, it is cool to see though. I I, I remember because you know Mega, with the original Mega Man, you have the other version of it where you have them just going after uh, man, man, I guess. 
better. It's much better. I like well, there was, yeah, there were there were like themed, you know, you know, top man and hard man and magnet man. And, you know, they were, they were fine. But this, yeah, this time they went with a an animal uh, motif, which is which is pretty cool. And the, the designs are all really, really cool on them as well. Um, and we'll talk about them each one in series. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm assuming when we talk about their stages and we will be stuff, there, stuff there in one. One question I do have is like, I did anyone even know what the story was until recently? Because I, I played this game many times and it wasn't until. I've been doing game my mom found where I've been reading things and I'm like, there's a whole, like, I didn't know zero had something to do with the original virus that ends up infecting Sigma and that Sigma was a Maverick hunter and then turned Maverick and all this other stuff. Like I never knew any of that until within a year. You get more of the, the virus story in uh, X4 and X5. Okay. I've never gotten yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I know. I'm, t- yeah. I'm too busy having fun. To, to <laughs> it's like Bill things. said it. As the games go on, they gets more grandiose with each entry. So, well, I mean, the first one, you, know, you get a little bit of text that nobody cares about, and then the game just jumps right into. I remember you start off on a on a breaking up highway, shooting robots, and the highway's crumbling around you, and it's just. I remember as a kid dying a bunch on this level when I played through it. I I beat this game twice in the last week, hundred percent, just because. And I'm like, how the hell did I die on this level <laughs> as a kid? Like I remember dying a lot in this level, and I'm like, how? Oh, maybe Kid Mike wasn't too good at games. This, yeah, this opening level might be one of the best one ones in the history of games, and I'm not trying to be hyperbolic on it. It's a extraordinary because one one meaning introductory level, right? Opening level, and the whole idea of an opening level is to teach you how to play the game, give you the first initial tools, right? And it does such a wonderful job of onboarding in a really great and graceful and elegant way um it throws you right in no stage select this is your opening level here's your tutorial without putting up text on how to hit your buttons you're given plenty of room to play you know initially of course you're of course you're you figuring out your shooting and you're figuring out your running your your move set's pretty limited um very quickly you learn you can charge your your beam which is not new to this series i don't think i think in like no mega man three x4 or well regular four uh, yeah four regular four Four? yeah four you can charge your beam so this is not new to the series what is new and is a forced requirement for this to get past this level is, is the wall jump and this might be my favorite wall jump mechanic in games because it's extremely intuitive. It's a force stick. So when you jump against a wall, you stick to it. Most of them do that. But it the slide down is extremely elegant, unlike like a Ninja Gaiden where you stick and where you where you land is where you're stuck. Um, nor do you have to crawl up and down. You just kind of the slide and small bounce and you can control how high you're bouncing when you're jumping. And the game forces you to learn this. Because this is well, most of the game. <laughs> you need to yeah. master this immediately uh, with that first pit. Yeah, you get these cool little mini bosses, the flying bee spaceships, where, again, it's kind of showing um, how important it is to charge beam and, and all that sort of thing. It's, it's just glorious. And then it concludes with, a, um, with the villain Vile. That's the name of the villain who is in the giant uh, the tank. Oh, I oh, got a... And- Oh, and one other thing real quick. When you guys got to the end of that section, again, you have your flying enemies. Again, all this beautiful onboarding. Here's how I deal with flying enemies. <laughs> Here's how stationary enemies work. Yeah. Here's how right, right to lefts work. And it give you all the tools you need. And then Shoot. you get to the point where oh, well. uh, you have the dudes in the cars. If you are not using that car and driving, <laughs> riding that car to the spaceship, you're doing, I, you're doing it wrong and be there something wrong because that is so fun and again fun expressive play it's one of those things like 
oh, ooh, I shot the guy off the car. Can I can I ride on that thing? Yes, I can. And the more <laughs> a game says yes, you can to the things it hopes you think, the better. So um, just another fun little cherry on top. So you get to vile. Oh, when the first time I had ever fought vile because I was a cheater and I used Game Genie when I was a kid, so I was invincible. <laughs> this fight goes forever when Game Genie's on. You can't get hurt. And I remember doing it. And I'm like, I don't understand what's wrong. Like I'm hitting him. I'm hitting him. Nothing's happening. And it wasn't until like I think I must have because this was before the internet days. I couldn't just read something, but somewhere I found out. Hmm, let's turn off the Game Genie and see what happens. And then you know he hurts you, and then you he ends up grabbing you and hits you. But yeah, if you I just fought this fight for like ten minutes because I just funny. couldn't kill him. <laughs> I want to say I, in uh, Maverick Hunter X for the PSP they changed it so you can actually beat them to some degree. Oh, really, I like the fact you can. It's a it's a it's an expression. It's also teaching you when your weapons don't work, right? Because you can shoot him all day and he gets a little electrical field every time you hit him, but he doesn't really flash or signal that he's taking damage. And if you know a Mega Man game, you know yeah, either there's some, either a knockback or you get some sort of visual signal that their damage is being incurred. You don't get that. So it feels very hopeless and very underpowered compared to because for the most part, you've probably blown through that first level, especially if you've played a Mega Man game before. And um, you have a lot of Mega Man games like you had six, the six regular Mega Man games before this. So you've had plenty to get used to it. Yeah. Did they were all six before this? Yes, this was 93. Yeah. OK, so, yeah, I mean, you have you if you've played a Mega Man game before, you're used to it. If not, you even still, you just feel underpowered and. And clearly, obviously, he's he's trying to not kill you when your life gets to a certain point. Yeah, I mean, and, it shows it, but not when you play without when you play with Genie on. You never see that. yes. Then you then you're just <laughs> then you're then you're cheating yourself. So. I never, and, I'll never forget that. Like I I remember I put so like I was so frustrated because I wanted to play this game and I just and it it was a long time before I understood like oh yeah just do this. See, it works well in this game because it's the first stage, so you have to lose to progress. But like. When it's in an RPG and you're halfway through, I'm like, well, he's hit me really hard. Am I supposed to lose this battle? You level either, up for three hours. <laughs> either, yeah. either die when you're not supposed to lose it, or you use up all your items and you were supposed to lose it. Like, oh, it's, mm, it's very annoying. Yeah, there's very no, there's very low stakes in this. You know, there's, you're, right. there's, yeah, it, it's, it's fine. I agree with you. In an RPG, it's like, look, if you're gonna do that trick, then make it very obvious. That I'm not supposed to like one hit. Mm-hmm. If you one hit me, all right, fine. You know, then I know yeah, you're doing you know nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. you know real way. Yep. Not yeah. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm doomed. Right. So maybe this is just the way it's supposed to be, and then you just move on with your life. Yeah. No. Don't don't fake me out after using all my high potions and half my you know my PP. It does a good. It does it in this game. It does a decent job of teaching you, kind of like it doesn't. But I mean, again, except when you're a kid using Game Genie, then you have no fucking idea what's happening. But other than that, like I, I also love Vile for some reason. I think Vile is one of the coolest characters. I don't know why, but I just really like him. He's got a lot of. Uh, he's got a lot of. Um... Uh, Boba Fett energy. Yeah, maybe say. that's why I like yeah. him so much. Probably your Star Wars love. Yeah, Mike, you would be able to relate to that. I know, but yeah, well. You know, it, <laughs> I know who Boba Fett is. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of by far my favorite character in, in Star Wars and Vile is pro- probably up there. One of my favorite characters just because the way he looks and hmm, weird coincidence there in Mega Man. You can play as him in Maverick Hunter X, which we will cover in a mini someday. <laughs> but also, like one thing I, I find interesting, like after you get shit, you shit after you get shot by that little electrical thing and it, it, freezes you this is when zero first shows up and for the longest time i always thought zero was a woman 
for oh, the yeah. longest time. It wasn't until years later when I re- when I because I never got later in this game where he's like, "Here, take this." He he's dying or something like when they there's something they say he at some point. I want to yeah. say or him. Yeah, it was the same way. It was just a stupid kid, like long hair equals female. Yep. It's just right. how it goes. Right. Yeah, I don't know if I even placed a gender on zero, honestly. So oh, oh, that's interesting. Okay. I can see that though for sure, especially as a I kid. did for some reason. No, you're a kid. That's fine. Yeah. I just that's always stuck with me, and I, I always remember that. Like, oh yeah, I always thought Zero was a girl. I mean, I like how Zero shows up and hits him and saves you and takes out Vial and then ends tells you some little history or some something that I have no idea what the hell happened because I don't remember because I didn't pay attention. But yeah, just tells him happen. you're not you're, you're not strong enough to defeat him, but you will be one day. Let's go do a thing and hunt these Maverick. Uh, let's, let's let's leave Sigma alone for a bit and let's power up and get some more goodies in your tool belt. Uh, and then you get to the stage select screen and get yeah. the adorable music. I love the music of the uh, password screen. Of course, now as a modern gamer, I ignore it completely because of but safe states and I don't really need to. <laughs> yeah, but, it's very uh, calm and peaceful. It's, oh, it's wonderful. It's such a nice little relaxing ditty after and you get the little cute hard hat guys just hanging out. It's just lovely. Oh, I fucking hate Mets. I've always hated Mets. <laughs> I will What's never that? like Mets. What is that what they're called? They're called the them. little helmet guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. I call them cute little helmet guys. They're fine. Bastards. <laughs> I've gotten hurt so many times and killed by them over in Mega Man games over time. So I do not like them. Uh, they're a staple. I know. I just don't like them. That's fine. It's okay. I think they're cute. I also one thing about the the map screen that I, I had forgotten with this game until I was watching videos of while we're talking is you can when it shows the eight bosses you can either toggle it so you see like a a screenshot kind of like drawing of their stage or you can have the map mode where you see like where it is located on this area of land that you're attacking to take out these reploids. Yeah, yeah. Or their specs. Cool it shows you the their attacks. Yeah, that's cool. I used the specs a couple times this time around because I couldn't remember which face was which robot, and I knew which order I wanted to do. I had I I used the suggested order, which is ingrained in my brain. I, I couldn't remember. Actually, couldn't remember which picture it was. So I do not know the suggested order at all. I I have issues, and I play most of this game with Buster only because I'm <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I. Don't be still feel bad about that. That's common. I used to do that a lot, and just recently, am I have I realized as a as an older gentleman, I I, I realized that if a if a game gives you something to play with, play with it. Yeah, for don't sure. Don't hoard. You don't need to hoard this stuff. You can always yeah, replenish. I, and that's something I did a lot more this time around and had even more fun. My um, my second playthrough, my first playthrough on the Super Nintendo emulator, but I only did Buster the second time I played through it. The next day, when I played on PS2 to help unlock uh, Mega Man Battle and Chase for a future episode, and I ended up playing, I ended up using all the different weapons. I actually just didn't just sit on the one thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try. And so I played a little differently. But yeah, it's just I have an issue with this with games like that. Where I, like to, I like to hoard things. I don't need to hoard. Yeah, it's, learned- it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy thing to have in your brain, especially if you played a lot of retro games where it's almost required. Like you just feel like I can't use my Mega Elixir because what if I run into a dude <laughs> and I need my Mega Elixir? And then you forget you have the Mega Elixir because you've never really used I it. I need to hold all 10 for the final boss. Right, battle. exactly. Yeah, that, that probably <laughs> be too overpowered anyway because you grinded go ahead um go ahead michael i'm sorry oh i uh i learned that lesson when i played uh prey 2017 mm. where i went through the first time to get the trophy for not getting any of the typhoid powers and then the second playthrough i only used those i'm like wow this is this is a lot more fun using yeah. abilities to turn into cans and throw things across the room and all kinds of fun stuff so yeah. what, when i replayed this last week i uh I definitely tried to branch out and use some of the weapons more often. 
And as yeah. far as the stage order goes, like always chill penguin first. Yes. Got to go get those boots. Yeah, you have to. I mean, I, I don't even know what chill penguin's weakness is because I've never used it. Uh, fire. <laughs> I've always. Well, naturally fire. Game, games have dictated that oh, ice yeah. are, are, are weak to well, fire. I mean, you say naturally fire, but uh, Mega Man uh, won and Fire Man was weak to Iceman. So even Capcom got it wrong. No, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. Well, hey, in Pokemon, I mean, fire is super effective against ice. Yep. As it should be. Yep. So I, I, Chill Penguin is, I, I, well, one, we got a, that level. I mean, okay, this is a game where I actually played the music the entire time I played <laughs> this game, both times, which is not me, but it comes from that time in my childhood where it's like, I just need to hear the music. And I love this music so much. And, and like that Chill Penguin stage, I can't remember how the music went, but just that stage, everything about that stage is just fan, a fantastic first boss stage. I mean, you get, you, you get, we were talking about, you get the dash boots that let you dash in this game, which make, that's all I did after that is I just dash everywhere because I mean, why would I go slow? Yeah, it's just it's just amazing. Like every and that stage is not that hard. It's, it's a, you know the boss isn't that hard. It's easy to take out with just a buster. I mean, hell, I can even beat him. The guy who's not good at Mega Man games without getting hit majority of the time. Yeah, just using just Buster. I I suck at Mega Man games. Yeah, he's pretty cake, and it's a great. It, like you said, it's it's not intended really to be a first level because I think that opening a, the opening assault with the the snowball throwing robots and. It, it does require it's it's a bit of a challenge spike because you don't have much health at that point. And you, yeah. Those things take out a pretty healthy chunk. Once you get past that, though, it's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, you get your dash boots, which I mean, it's not required for the game, but the game tells you you need this. Uh, you need this. You yeah. You can, yeah. I mean, you, they're you not be, uh, required to use, but they're required to get. Like you have to get them to progress. Yes. And you have to get them for Sigma stage, and it's really. I mean, they make no qualms. Make no qualms about it. Here it is. Walk into this. There's no 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 option. Um, it's yeah, a really so mean. and man, do those dash boosts. This is the first time a dash was introduced in a Mega Man game, yeah. and boy oh boy, does that just expand your your range of play? <laughs> Being oh, yeah. able because think about it. In previous Mega Man games, you could not control your speed. You you walk and you stop. That's all you do. You slide and you can slide. Yes, you can slide. But it doesn't but, make any faster. I don't think. Which, which uh, the slide is actually never terribly effective, and it's got almost a unitasker. You can get under some enemies. I mean, it's used a lot for getting under enemies and such, but it's uh, this dash, though, just opens up a whole new range of play and range of movement. And it's, it is, again, you, you, and also I love the fact that it gives you options. Like it's mapped to a button, or you can double tap and do a little oh, dash. I didn't know you oh, yeah. could double dash. You just double tap and you do tap. a little. Yep, a little it. dash or a, a long, long dash, and you have full awesome. control, and that's what the beauty of beauty of that dash is. It just opens up the game to so many more possibilities, which is why you should really do Chill Penguin first. When I was a kid, I never knew there was any other power up besides the boots. The first time I played this game and got to the Sigma stages, I had no idea there was a helmet, a cannon, nothing. I never saw any of that. They're pretty well hidden. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I know where they are. Yeah, you gotta do a lot of a lot of hunting around um, to to find them. Um, but man, you better. <laughs> but I mean, that's oh, it makes the game. That's the other thing about this game. Like I, I suck at original Mega Man games. Like I, I can't really play them at all. But like this game, even without you know, I was using save states. Yes, but I didn't need to use save states all the time. I could just sit and just mess around because I would be all right. Because one, you have the heart. Every level has a heart container, like like uh, Legend of Zelda, where you can increase your health. So you get eight upgrades to your health, which just gives you enough health plus you get four sub tanks you can fill up with energy which is also going to take care of you like this game gives you the abilities to be able like you're going to beat this game whether or not you suck at Mega Man or not you will have the ability to do it <laughs> you at least get to sigma whether yeah, you beat him or not yeah, the, the, the yeah. on your skill i mean energy tank you can cheese them 
everything with the final fight you can cheese, which we'll talk about. Mm. I cheesed. As you can cheese, yeah, most most of these, and especially if you know the order and you can use special weapons. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's it's putting it into oh. pseudo easy mode. But what is the second boss that you tackle, Bill? Because so I don't Stor- know the route. Uh, Storm Eagle is is the recommended second. Uh, the reason is because in Storm Eagle you can also get the helmet, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. You are right. Yes, yep. you get the helmet. So again, the idea is a you want to make sure you get the complementary weapons, and b get the upgrades as fast as possible. Um, you also get an your first uh, E tank or your sub tank rather, uh, which again is that battery that stores up um, that stores up energy. Which by the way is phenomenal because you get these really cool signals that you're filling it up as you're gathering. Yeah, so if that. you have full energy, <laughs> you get a different sort of tone when it as it fills up, and it's just so satisfying to know <gasps> I'm storing yeah. energy because there's nothing really worse than picking up a great upgrade and not using it. You're like, oh, <laughs> dang, I'm full energy. I got a, I got a big health icon. Storm Eagle is uh, a fantastic level too like you're it's my favorite airport. it's my favorite um i mean it's... it i hate as a kid as a kid i died a lot as an adult i didn't really fall at all i was like yeah this is not bad at all like this is fine i played enough games since then but it's just it's fantastic and one of the other things that's so like even the fight with storm eagle like you he's not a hard like i can see why he's next because he's not hard you don't need a weakness to kill him you just need to be patient and not think you're a speedrunner when you're not and keep trying to dash and shoot him <laughs> when he's dashing across the screen he goes diagonally i kept trying to shoot him i'm like what am i doing i died i'm like i'm not a speedrunner just wait and be patient <laughs> I, and i killed him no problem yeah he's definitely doable without the dash boots but man does that make it so much oh, easier yeah, oh yeah dash and tornado and hit him while he's trying while he's wasting time trying to you know not do anything to you yeah. yeah, it takes a while, but yeah, he's pretty straightforward when you get the pattern. And like you said, uh, Michael, man, you need those dash boots. I can't oh, imagine yeah. <laughs> doing it without. I did it without before. Cause I never, I because when I was a kid, even though I didn't, I didn't use a dash boots like I should have. I'm pretty sure for some reason, I played Mega Man wrong when I was a kid completely. <laughs> oh, and it, that's the beautiful thing about this game. You can't play it wrong. Like you yeah. play it the way you want to play it. <laughs> However, it works for you. You you play it. You play it in any order. You know, if you don't have the right weapon for the right time, if it's not an optimal experience, okay. But it'll still gives you. It's just maybe more challenging, but it was a lot harder. Still to do it. Yeah, yeah, you can still do it and and have a good time because you know if you don't have the special weapon for the special boss, then you just have to rely on um, you know uh, instincts and rely on pattern recognition and rely on your reflexes and to to get the job done. Yeah, you can only play this game wrong if you don't ride on the cars in the intro stage, like we said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ride on the cars either. Yeah, if you don't do that, just reset. and I just blow them up. I don't ride around. I don't know uh, why. See, I don't there like you go. The Game Genie didn't tell you that. That's what you need to do. <laughs> game Genie didn't help me, because there's actually bosses that can hurt you even with Game Genie on. There's a couple. Interesting. Yeah. We'll get How there. Genie works. Yeah. It just because there's certain attacks that I guess hit the sensors a different way where the game registers damage differently. And the code I had doesn't protect you from those certain attacks. There's only a couple, but there's a couple attacks that will hurt you. And somehow I still died just to those attacks as a kid. And I don't know how (laughs) I was not good at games when I was a kid. Storm Eagle was uh, the first time they broke the mold too, about the boss arena where it wasn't just a little room that you're in. Like you did six, six games before this. And then, and the boss you fought before him in this one, it's cool to get up there and it's just this wide open area, which has to work for him since he flies around, like we mentioned. But also, like, when you beat Storm, like, one thing that's so interesting on Mega Man X, too, is when you beat certain levels, they affect other levels. Like, by beating Storm Eagle, his ship crashes in the Spark Mandrills level, completely altering that level, which I've never seen without beating Storm Eagle first. Yeah. yeah, you're 100% right. That's exactly right. If you beat Storm Eagle first, it crashes, and then Spark Mandrill stage is um, essentially 50 times easier. And it's funny, because yeah. I always did the recommended order, 
which Spark Mandrill is next. And it's cake because there's all the floor is broken. So you can just go on the floor where it's usually going to hurt you. And half the electricity doesn't work. It, like it knocks out the electricity in the entire level. And it, it makes that at least that first and third section extremely easy. So that's a pretty cakewalk of uh, Spark Mandrill stage when it's turned off. I don't think I've ever played it on. I'm I haven't. Just, I never. Right. I was watching a video where I saw someone play it on. I'm like, what? I've forgotten that we altered those levels so much by doing yeah. that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you can. The only thing hard about Smart Manor's level is that fucking mini boss. It's just so annoying because I don't, I don't know his weakness, so I just hit him with a Buster all the time. That's Which another one? reason why I do uh, Storm Eagle first. Is you get that Storm Tornado, and it, I remember it as a kid just ripping mini bosses apart. But oh. I, I kind of struggled on this one. But it's really annoying. Yeah, that, is that the one that the bubble? I can't remember. Bubble, yeah, oh, yeah the electric yeah. bubble. Yeah, you need store The Storm Eagle is definitely the way to go with that. It's it's good because it can. It hangs out on the screen a long time. It can do multiple hits in one shot, um, which is very effective for that boss because it's so big, right? And um, it just allows you to get all those all those hits in at once. Yeah, once you have that Storm Eagle, it's pretty straightforward. But if you don't use it, it's really challenging because, again, he throws lots of the water bubbles that stick you to the ground, and then he electrocutes you. He again, can't he's very big you. and hard to dodge. He has that if really you- cool stretch effect. If you beat Storm Eagle stage first, he has another attack that we never see because we always use Storm Eagle first, where he can he shoots electricity down like a big burst, but we never saw oh, we really? don't see it. Yeah, okay, it just, yeah. It just puffs. <laughs> huh. So he shoots electricity down at you like the uh, cloud in Kirby. Is that what he does? Just kind of zaps you. Yeah. <laughs> Cracko. I heard that episode, by the way. I, I, I adore Kirby's Dreamland. I'm with you um, all the way, Michael. Sorry oh, yeah. for all the things. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> and you also talk you also said a lot of nasty things about Super Mario Land. To which in my brain, I said, <laughs> I said, how dare you? How dare you? Hey, two is amazing. Little, it's a little Super Mario Land. He's never hurt anybody. Just hanging out <laughs> in the periphery of the Mario universe. Just leave him alone. One's not. <laughs> I forgot we bashed. We bashed one. Uh, Ooh, you guys we killed I'm not trying to get off topic, but boy, oh boy. I was like, yikes. I play the game once every six months. It's yep. a fun game. It's fun game to plug in for 20 minutes and get yeah, through it. It's a lovely little snack. Not as much fun as this game. I was surprised. <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is nearly perfect. So I mean, it's a it, high it, benchmark. It really, is. what's the what's the third boss in recommended order? So Spark Mandrill's third. Um, to beat oh, Spark Mandrill, the you just you it's the ice is basically easy mode. You just time oh, yeah, your ice he, shot, it's and you, he, yeah, he just won't get a shot off. Without that, he's a pretty challenging boss. Never fought he, him without it. Yeah, he, he'll throw um, giant spark balls that go all on the ground and then up the walls so you can't really cheese the wall jump which you can yeah. with a lot of bosses um he also rushes at you which requires some timing and he's big so he's he's hard to dodge if you're not again sticking to the wall and timing yourself but um, yeah, that's, with the ice brace very very straightforward that's one thing i wanted to bring up about the the mavericks is uh they're so much bigger than the robot masters from the original series which were all about the same size as mega man but since it's on the Super Nintendo, they have bigger sprites to work with, and they all look phenomenal. I like it better. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's there's no no question. I like Spark Mandrill's little Christmas tree lights, Christmas lights <laughs> on the body. It's like the yeah. worst Christmas display, though. It's just like, blink, 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 and then he drops. It's uh, it's pretty cheesy, but it's kind of delightful. He's a, he's a good boss. Like I mean, especially with the yeah. fact that I, did, I ice him every time. I've never fought him without ice, because that's just how you fight him now. And I really... I really like that fight with ice. I forgot you. He's one of the ones I always remember the weakness because I remember as a kid when I first found it. So I just never not do it now. 
and I can't yeah, imagine not it's, doing it's it. Just, just do it. I mean, it's honestly, basically, you know, it's just one of those things. You just, just do it. It is interesting hearing the actual order, how you're supposed to do this, because I've never done this in actual order. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to me. What's the next one? Uh, flame. Flame Mammoth. Is the, is I always the fight one. Flame Mammoth twice for some reason. I always take him. I, I fight Chill Penguin, and I always go for Flame Mammoth. Oh, second. Yeah. Okay. You should. You then you got to come back after you get the helmet so you can get the, the buster upgrade. Yeah, right. I, and that's I why you... That, little. that is... So Flame Mammoth stage is pretty neat. Again, fire and I believe a lot of some conveyor belts and oh, it's the standard stuff you'd appreciate. Way but easier. Boy, oh boy. Wait, oh, if you... Say again? If you take out Chill Penguin first, like everyone does, like that level gets altered. Like you were talking about the yeah. lava, it's all frozen. Like yeah, everything yeah. in that level is easy. After it's that. much easier, yeah. I. But you're right. That, um, to get the... X Buster, the the upgraded X Buster is probably one of the worst parts of this game because mm-hmm. it is so. It took me fifteen minutes. I, I could not get the timing right to just. So the way it works, if you haven't played it, and if you if you haven't played it, turn this off and play it. You, you get through <laughs> it an hour and a half. It's not like it's not like it's a that's like it's a fifty hour epic. You can yeah, do that. Make sure you come back. Just, just come back. <laughs> well, come back. Let's be honest. You already clicked on it. We see it. It's like we got the dopamine hit of a like. So that's fine. Um, but jump is jumping in the uh, if you, if you uh, the idea is that you have a little platform that has a pretty good runway on it, and the idea is you have these uh, bricks that you can break with your head um, suspended from the roof. But you have to like catch the very corner of those bricks and then hammer on that jump button if you catch it to wall jump and get just enough leverage to break the bricks with your head and get up to it. It's very challenging, but man, that upgraded X Buster is exceedingly good. And it's not only good, it's very good, almost impractical because it takes so long to charge up. So yeah. um, we it's didn't really talk about the tools. Around. Yeah, exactly. And especially there's a lot of enemies. We didn't really talk about the tool set too much, but the original X Buster has two levels of charge. Your first charge is a little green blast and your second charge is the big, um, you know, the, the big, the big shot. And then the third one is very effective because not only does it shoot a crazy red wave, but it also throws a little shield behind you, a little momentary shield. That protects you from back attacks, too. So it just takes a long time to charge up. I think it's like a good five seconds. Um, it also gives your all of your robot abilities a secondary ability, which is vital. Please tell right. me y'all know about the secondary. <laughs> I know it. I don't use okay. it. I know oh, it exists. Oh, my God. I will explain the best one in the game, which is coming up in about three bosses. Um, <laughs> some of them are kind of useless. Uh, some of them are neat to have if you can deploy them well. And some of them, I think, are absolutely vital to making your life easier in Sigma. So The Flame Mammoth one always bugged me because like, when you shoot it normally, it's just a flamethrower where it's constantly out. But if it charges all the way up, then you stop shooting to uh, to hold the charge. And it always kind of bugged me. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, that that's the one you get from Flame Mammoth. Flame Mammoth is, yeah. is very straightforward. A storm, to- storm Tornado is how you take care of him. Again, because he's so big and you can get in a couple of hits per shot. Oh, um, I didn't know this until this week. You can actually take off his trunk. Yeah. 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 Uh, rolling cutter or boomer right. quinger thing. Right. Boomer right. Cut- I can never remember if rolling cutters, him or cut man. Cause they're, they're very similar. Um, I think rolling cutter is cut man, but I could be wrong. I'm not a mega man expert. <laughs> I think rolling cutter has come in. This one is, it is called, I'm just looking at it. It's called boomerang cutter. So, Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know that from my brain. <laughs> they, they, they function basically identically. So, and then you get the uh, when you finish up with Flame Mammoth, you get his flame, which is a very effective little weapon. I, I, I use, I use this twice. 
I use it quite a bit actually. Um, and there's one section in particular we're going to come up on where I used it. Mm-hmm. It's it's extremely helpful. It's really the only way to get a heart container. Um, oh, the like, break that container. Yes, yeah, 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 you yeah, have yeah. to do that to get it. I don't think you. Yeah, I think you have to. I don't think there's a choice in the matter. But I used little, to think yeah. you needed it to get the um, helmet upgrade from in Storm Tornado, but I found or Storm Eagle, but I found out that you could actually break that up with any like Boomer Kwanger's weapon if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have pictures of flames on there. So yeah, so I always thought I would get Flame Mammoth, and I go and do it with Flame Mammoth, and then I found. Oh out no, you can just. No, I just spam it. I just just wall jump against it and then keep shooting until it blows up. It's got a fire on it. It has to blow up. That's just the language yeah, of I games. I thought you had to have fire until no, today. no, no, no. You can just shoot it. That's fine. Just shoot it. There's also oh, I just had something in my brain. I lost it. Never mind. Uh, yeah, the stage is nondescript for a flame mammoth, but the boss is pretty straightforward though. Um, he's pretty big and lumbering. You're on a conveyor belt, so this is the second um, level here where it's a large arena. Uh, so you have this kind of cool conveyor belt that e- adds a little bit of challenge. Gave me a lot of trouble. A lot more trouble yeah. than I felt I should have had with this boss. Okay. I got my ass handed to me almost. I'm like, what is going on here? Part one, I don't use his weakness, but because I didn't know it. Yeah, and it's not more of a weakness. It just gets it done faster. You know, oh, it's yeah. not he, like he, it's he, actually he, causing any effects. So you still have to the challenge of dodging and avoiding. But also the the conveyor belt limits a lot of your mobility. So you you you're kind of you're kind of just not stuck, but you you don't have the as much mobility to dodge and dash as you normally do. Yeah, which is the incentive to cut off his trunk because that's how he changes the direction of the conveyor belt. Oh, he does a little the elephant trumpet, and if you cut his trunk off, then he can't do it. So. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, I, I I never knew that until I was kind of again reading up on this for for the show. So, and uh, I like elephants a lot. So for me, his design is fun. I'm really into <laughs> elephants. Elephants are awesome. Okay, I learned something new about Bill today. Yeah, love elephants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's he's just not my not my favorite boss but that's because i play him wrong i like the level a lot no like such they... thing as playing mega man x wrong my friend there's the uh, optimal and then there's suboptimal there's suboptimal and optimal there's no wrong that's what's, what's the... beautiful about it who's the fifth guy so the fifth in the, in the uh, again suggested order is armored armadillo okay um, armor armadillo is my second least favorite boss except now i know how to fight him more correct but that <laughs> level when i when i was a kid that level just was terribly hard for me and now as an adult i'm like this level is simple as hell yeah this I, is the great this is this level is the great uh has a couple of cool elements in it it has the it introduces the um the cart with the spikes on it because i guess if you're in a mine all your carts have to have spikes <laughs> every means of conveyance needs to have some sort of dagger on it so which again extremely satisfying you just kind of ride it and cakewalk through entire sections uh, carts are always fun Donkey Kong Country told us that. <laughs> I was going to cite that as the wrong way to <laughs> do sorry, it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll, I'm, I'm talking too much. Go ahead, Michael. No, what, no, what, you're all right. What I do you just, think about I was just going to crap on the uh, the Donkey Kong Country minecart levels. They're, they're still tough, even now. Yes, but this card is fun. I love how this level starts off, and this is the best spot to fill your energy tanks and get extra lives, which I use a lot at this point. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the original Mega Man bet. The, yep, he's one spot, and he gives he drops extra lives pretty frequently, actually. Yeah. yeah, there there is that one section. This is basically the recharge level. Um, so if you kind of fail at Sigma or just need your energy tanks restored, this is where it is. Those bats are just constantly dropping health and constantly dropping. It's just a great. Yeah. It's a great design level. Like I used to hate. There's these two like digger things that chase after that kind of chase after you at one part and can kill you in one hit when you have ga- even with Game Genie on. Because they're spikes, and I remember having such a hard time with them. But now I'm like, this is just—I just shoot them and they die. Like I just—it's simple. Is this what you're referring to, Bill, about the the flame mammoth weapon of taking the 
Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Just, just use flame the flame, uh, and you can defeat it in about four seconds because it creates constant damage. And this uh, these tanks don't have any recharge. Most enemy, most standard enemies don't have a like a recharge or a um invincibility for an invincibility effect. Thank you, an invincibility uh, effect. Except you're if you're a boss, so you can just wail on this thing with the with the with the flame, and it's gone in five seconds. And um, in here, there's a heart container. If you just savvy and uh, savvy enough, or go back to 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 go ahead of the guy. Well, no, the energy tank behind. is behind the first one. The heart tank is the second one where you just have to kill him and then rush in front of him. Right, right. It's I think it might be, op- but whichever it is, yeah, you're right. It's the uh, there's special weapons or special items for both. But yeah, cool. that's the flame is what you use for that, and it's it's pretty great. Armor armadillo is just like I also love the way this. I got to talk about the way this level ends, where you're on a freaking minecart and you have <laughs> and you just follow this minecart, and it just takes you out of the tunnel, and you're just in the sky, and you have to just jump off it to where the boss door is, and it's- I. Glorious! It's glorious! It's just a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful moment. Of I mean, just freedom. Armor Armadillo. Even with save states, I had to, I had to kind of cheese him because I was having a terrible time trying to kill him this time around. I I hate that boss so much. Did it is, did you use Spark Mandrill's weapon on? Him? I did. And I still hate okay. him. <laughs> really? Okay. I was gonna say because Mandrill takes off his armor, which is so cool, yeah. making him so much weaker. But he's still an asshole. <laughs> it, it's yeah. it's a random thing. You have to it's it's you have to understand how he's bouncing and it requires a lot of wall jumping. Before we get to the boss, did anybody get your Hadouken on this oh, play? Oh yeah, of course. course. See, I didn't. I I didn't. I decided to not like look at look at anything. I couldn't. I couldn't remember where the final um, sub tank was. And I was like, ah, forget it. I'll just I I'll, I will deal with a non optimal playthrough, and um, <laughs> that's kind of what I did. But uh, yeah, so obviously, in case you don't know, there is a secret capsule here. You can only get at the end of your game. You need to have full health, all the all the sub tanks, all the heart containers, all the upgrades. And at the very end, when you're flying in the air, you jump. Or at the very end, you can just get up there. It's actually you have to die fun. four times in a row, right there. Wait, what? You have to. You have when you after you have everything, all heart containers, all energy tanks. You don't have to have full health or full or energy tanks full. But then you go there and you have to do this part four times. Jump up, go to where the end of the level armor does, and die, and then keep doing that. If you do it four times, the fifth time the capsule will be there. Really? I didn't realize yep. there was a death requirement. Yep. It's the maybe it's, I just died. I don't know. You you only would I mean whoever first found this had to be completely just fucking around for some reason. <laughs> just showed up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, There's I didn't no realize there was a death requirement. Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't because it would have frustrated me. Like, wait, why is it showing up? I got full of everything. What's the what's going on here? <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, then the. Excuse me. The uh, Hadouken is is how you can one shot um, all the forms of Sigma. Although God save you if you can do it on the last one. I have oh, no idea how you pull that off. Can? Ev- evidently, you can. It's really really hard to oh. do. Um, but you can one shot both um, the doggy and and uh, I, I Darth Vader Sigma. Yep, I did that too. Well, I didn't. So I actually played against the two the three bosses legitly without that special treat. So <laughs> anyway, not saying I'm better than anybody else. Trust me, I use a lot. Of the, I did the suggested order. Um, but Armadillo's fine. I think he's good. It's uh, requiring you to really utilize read angles. You know, I got to really read his angles and and understand how he's moving. It takes a couple tries if you're, but uh, I think it took me one, maybe two tries. But uh, that's it's fine. The spark it's not a bad help. Boss. There's there are no bad bot. Well, there are no bad regular bosses in this game. He's <laughs> just one I don't like. Good save. Yeah, yeah, that's a good save. Yeah, because there the the Sigma stuff is it's bad. I don't say bad. It was the spiders. Fun. The spider is kind of lame. We'll go with fun. It, we'll go with not fun. That's fair. Okay. 
But we'll, so, we'll go there, so. Okay, now I need to complain about something. So the next box, as I pulled up the order myself, is Launch Octopus. Okay, I have played this game many times. I've looked at this box art many times. I've looked at this manual. Why the fuck is Launch Octopus purple on the cover, yet he's red in the game? I will never understand that. There's got to be some reason. I, yeah. I, I'm sure I, none I, of us I, can answer that question. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. It's, you know. it's bugged me for years, even though it's stupid. It doesn't matter, but it, it bugged me. I mean, I'll be the one who says the hack, the hack line. At least it's not the Mega Man one box art. So, <laughs> there, there's there's I, your there's your hee haw line of the day. <laughs> I actually love Flock Octopus level. Like it's a longer level, and it's in my opinion, like I this the two times I played through this game, I fought him second to last because I hate his level. I mean, I, I hate his level. I just don't like. I don't. I didn't like him for some reason. I didn't want to fight him. I think it was just fear for no reason. Because no, the first time I waited to the second last. The second time I beat him a lot earlier because he's really easy, but I was scared of him for some reason. Because in his level, he has three mini bosses, two stupid little like subs. You have a green optional sub that you can knock down that unlocks a fourth mini boss that gets you a heart container, which is like a giant eel thing that's re- that I was scared of as a kid. That's really simple as hell when you're an adult. <laughs> yeah, he's very slow moving and straightforward. This Storm Eagle makes short work of him. Yeah. Oh, it does. Oh yeah, yeah. because again, that's it's continuous thing. damage. And- I just bustered him in the face. Yep. I had a hell of a time with those subs, especially the second one with all the spike pits around. Really like, hard. They yep. kept taking taking damage. I'm like, I don't remember the mini bosses having so much health when I was <laughs> a kid. No, there's especially, one in particular later yes. on that. <laughs> we'll get, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, we're almost there. It, it's just long time for stage. It's just it's just so interesting because you're underwater, so your jumps are different, and you can play differently. Like it, it's a really cool and unique level. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like when it comes to Launch Octopus, he's one of the bosses that can hurt you even with the Game Genie code that I had. Because when he sucks you, it still takes your health. And I had such a hard time with him. Even though he's really fucking simple. You can use Boomer Kwanger to knock off his tentacles, I found out, too, this time. Yes. Oh, yeah, if you, yeah, if you use that cutter, you can knock off his tentacles, which removes one of his... Then he just shoots torpedoes, which are still hard because they, they fan out in an unpredictable fashion. They're just kind of... And they're very difficult to dodge. The big... The, the, the weapon to use for this is Rolling Shield. Wait... No, 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 sorry, because you don't have... He gives you rolling shields, yeah, so... No, rolling shield is from uh, armor, Armadillo. Armadillo. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm right yeah, there. Homing torpedo. He was homing. So, yeah, you use rolling shield, it takes a good chunk off. You just have to be pretty close and precise, because rolling shield just rolls, so... Not, and he does a lot of jumping. Um, yeah, but you can kind of... You can kind of just, like, DPS your way into this, and just kind of... Basically, just kind of trade blow for blow, and you'll end up winning. Um, that's really the best. That's the best way I always kind of approached him. I, I didn't want to say one- him for no reason. I found out. Yeah, it's- he's not. He's not too bad. He's he's fine. The one thing I will uh, say about this the water level is I, I again I have a friend who um, I occasionally write for the Well Read Mage. I think I've mentioned him on different shows. And um, he had a, he posited on Twitter that water levels get a bad rap. Because there's only like three or four bad ones, and everyone else gets a bad rap because of those three or four. Of course, the Water Temple and Ocarina. And Devil May Cry. Of Devil May Cry. Right, a few of those that are bad. And yeah. I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, he's got a really good point. The, the problem with water levels usually, and X avoids this, is it takes away one of your verbs, and it doesn't give you anything else. So the, all the level is is one big hindrance. In this case, it's great because it removes your mobility left to right, but it gives you a higher jump. You can soar through the air with your jumps, which is a really cool, um, which is cool, which is a good mechanic. And that's how water levels need to be because you just, if you remove one of my tools, I am frustrated. It's not like an added <laughs> challenge. I'm just annoyed that I can't do one of the things I, I've learned how to do. 
you know, it, it you're not trading abilities. You, you got traded them. Yeah, it's not very satisfying, but jumping crazy high in the air, extremely satisfying. Um, and yeah, those subs are hard. Man, I had a, I died numerous times on them, this, especially the second one with those mm-hmm. really <laughs> small platform. And that's where the double tap dash really helps because you can kind of stay on that platform and just keep yourself aloft, but you have no idea when that thing ends. So you're in the middle of a double tap or a dash, and boom, you're right into another pit of spikes. So very challenging, but it's pretty rewarding when you finish it off. So. At least you're not swimming around defusing bombs underneath the dam. <laughs> 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 Talking about bad, bad water levels. That one, game was almost on yeah. the show, actually. One, one tiny mistake, and that's that's it. I, never I remember play beating that, game. that that part as a kid, but I don't. I can't imagine how I did. So. Yeah, I, I, we'll get there someday. I'm sure. It? Wow, <laughs> I never had it. So. Not not the whole game, just the damn part. Okay, okay. For those someday who don't know, that's the, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game for NES, which is god awful. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. One of the worst water levels ever made. That's what they far. say. That's what they say. They're not wrong. So yeah. are we down to just Boomer Kawanger now? And Sting Chameleon still. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Boomer Kawanger is another level that I avoided. Uh, as an adult my first time through this weekend or last weekend because I just remember not liking it. But it's not bad. It's a fine level. It's not it's fine. Boomer Quanger's not hard. He's another one that can hurt you when he when he grabs you and throws you in the air. That would also hurt you with Game Genie. So he was he, I had PTSD with these two bosses where I stayed away from them and realized these are simple. Why am I staying away from them? <laughs> yeah, again you have to know you have to know what to do with it. I like Boomer's uh level's okay. It's it's a pretty standard forest biome where you're just kind of forest and Mechanical birds, mechanical yeah. birds, uh, spinning around mechanical grubs. Boomer Coinger is the, the tower. Oh, see, I'm thinking of Stink Chameleon. Forget yeah, everything Stink I Chameleon's just said. <laughs> Sorry, Boomer Coinger. Qu- I like Boomer Coingers. It's hard. It's probably the most challenging of for me. Um, there's a couple of instances in this because it's so vertical, right? And it really lives on those side, those side scrolling, uh, side climbing uh, turrets and the uh, enemies that have the chainmail. Which are, are really, annoying. yeah, oh, yeah. really challenging because your timing has to be perfect. And you know, if you get hit in a side-scrolling level, you just get hit. If you get hit going up and down, you fall. And of course, everything respawns, so you get to do everything again. <laughs> um, it definitely causes some frustration. Um, a huge thing, and this is where I'll talk about the um, the launch octopus, the rolling shield, where if you charge it up. So if you charge up the rolling ball, you get the rolling shield. And it's just a shield. And a shield that one shots most small enemies. Oh, just I never really go, just go up, and all everyone just bounces off you and dies. Especially towards the end, where you're scaling the side of the tower, um, you can basically just walk up the tower with your rolling shield on and just one shot everybody. So, um, the rolling shield is vital in a lot of the game. It, it, Sigma, it's vital. It's extremely vital on the approach to Sigma. Um, it's the best charge weapon in the game by a pretty large margin. The rest of them are not terribly useful, at least for me. Uh, I never really used much of the other ones. So. Yeah, I, I only use the Sting Chameleon. Yeah, the invincibility—that's pretty. That's pretty useful. That is usually. I use this is the stage I use a charged weapon in too, but it's a different weapon and a different reason. So, what is it? The heart tank in this one? You're supposed to come back with the the boomerang cutter to yeah. to grab it. Yep. I just used the the penguin sled, the chill penguins oh. ice shotgun. So I just shoot off to the right side and then jump off it to, to get that little extra height to to grab the thing. So I don't yeah. have to come all the way back through it. Neat. 
I never thought of that. See, see how great this game is. You just, <laughs> you had a different method. It gave you multiple ways to get it, which is awesome. Yeah. Wow. I never thought of that. That's a pretty good idea. That's the only reason I think you'd ever use the sled. Uh, there are sections where it kind of telegraphs. You well, can use actually, it. You can use the sled to get to the energy <laughs> take in the in chill penguin state without having to climb up and jump over. I just found out. Okay. Yeah, that's that about one. And you can also use the sled when you're fighting the final boss of Sigma to put a make a platform up in the top left corner to shoot him easier. I found out too. Oh, that's a good idea. I never thought I'm, of that. I've been See? watching uh, a speedrun while we were talking, and that's what he okay. did. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. That is good. Okay. Other than that, no, you're not. It's you're completely useless, and unless you're like a speedrunner and someone, you know, you're yeah, you're not using. But that's good. You, dear, it's giving you a toolbox that you can use or or not use. That's all. And this this Great. game has. Oh, also, I I understand what every animal is. What the hell is a kawanger? I think it's just a kind of stag beetle. Okay. It, I, it, yeah, it's a Japanese name for I think a, like a stag beetle. Yes, I think you're right on that. And also, may I just say one very quickly? Uh, the aforementioned well-read mage sells a lot of merch on his site. And he's very, very clever in a lot of it. And his most popular shirt by a pretty long, large margin has a, a picture of Mr. Kowanger on it. And it just says, OK, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, bo- the Boomer kind of like flies vertically like an old 70s style shirt. It's very funny. Yeah, that's, that's cool. But he's a so if you use the recommended weapons on the bosses, it trivializes most fights. I think he's the most egregious of them. Because Boomer Quanger just teleports around the screen, but if you use the homing torpedo, it'll lock onto him, and as soon as he reappears, it'll hit him, and then he starts teleporting again, so you just kind of lock him in that loop. Yep, there's really nothing to it, I and mean, it makes it exceedingly <laughs> easy. Just, yeah, hit him with homing torpedoes, and that's basically it. If you don't do that, it's gonna, it'll be pretty challenging, yeah. yeah. Especially with the grab, like you were saying, and the toss. So, But again, I, these I special weapons are... You want to do kind of easy mode? That's that's kind of what these special weapons are for. And then if you want more challenge later, you do it like Mike did. Just buster it, and you can do that too, which is a, a very respectable and um, admirable way of playing if you're into that kind of challenge. I wouldn't recommend it. It's just <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I tend to play the game use like your, that. Use your tool set. Play with things. See what works. See what doesn't. That's the whole point. Well, I, mean, yeah, uh, who, who are, I, I do respect people who try those kind of crazy singular challenges. You know. You know, no stomping through Mario three or something like that. You know those things. It's cool. I I really I love watching speedruns. No flying in Super Mario World because you just suck at it. I mean, there's that too, right? <laughs> love it. Well, we'll, I don't know. Have you look guys recorded Super Mario? Yes. World? Yeah, yeah. Look forward to this week's episode. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. It's already been out, but yes. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, Ben. It hasn't come out yet. It comes out within seven hours. Oh. Of this, I'm trying to pretend this. there's a timeline here that I like know <laughs> what the timeline is. So. That's Don't worry. Real. Only I know the timeline because the timeline changes periodically when I go, hey, wait a second, I should do this instead. So don't feel bad. Fair enough. Fair enough. There's a huge time paradox of the stuff we've been recording. So, I know. Yeah, I know. It's bad. Yeah. Anyway. So oh, what I do want to say, the last boss that we haven't covered is like one. Of, I love the level of Sting Chameleon, but Sting Chameleon has the worst mini boss in this game in his level that gives you the armor. When I was a kid, I thought he's I thought he's impossible to beat because he has no health bar. He's a giant green robot that can also hurt you with Game Genie code on for somehow. And he's just a fucking asshole. You have, to, you have to jump up and hit him right in his little beady eye in his head to kill him. And it takes way too long. Yeah, because like the only the only uh, indication they're doing damage is every so often he'll have a little uh, steam steam jet coming out of him. He starts smoking. Yeah, but he takes so much damage. It's like I don't remember these bosses having so much health, and even with 
Storm Tornado, it just seemed like it took forever. Yeah, I think Storm Tornado is the only way you can even get through this somewhat quickly. He's he's a bad boss um, because there's a number of things that's wrong with him. Obviously, he's extremely tanky, as we've just discussed. He's extremely small area to to of damage. There's no signaling that you're hurting him except the standard, you know, tweet, 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 you know, the noise of <laughs> of something landing a blow. Um, and he's boring. He doesn't do anything. He jumps over you. He jumps on the ground. He throws his little grappling hook. And he just does that over and over and over again. And it's just a it's just a wrestling match. It's a tug of war just <laughs> to see when who who wins first. And you're eventually going to win because there's really no great challenge or interest to it. It's just, just an endurance test. And endurance tests are not terribly fun in games, in my opinion. It's, you <laughs> should provide me, provide me with some sort of variety and something that requires me to think, not just dash under a robot and then hit him once in the face. Um, it just takes forever, and like you said, just the steam, but you get the body armor, which at this point, if you're following suggested order, completes your outfit. You now officially look incredibly bad- badass, and um, you take half damage, basically. It's really good. I didn't know about it until way later as an adult playing this game. Wow. Yeah, that makes life so much easier in the coming levels, which are a challenge. Um this level is pretty basic. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Even even with half damage, like you take, you're gonna die. It's it's rough. Oh yeah, oh, of course. But it definitely makes things a little easier in in those levels. And then um, the level itself is pretty straightforward. Just again, um, you know, forest biome and uh, sting chameleon is via boomerang cutter. It's very straightforward. You can get him into a, a cut loop if you uh, if he's hanging from the ceiling with his tongue and shaking spikes from the ground. If you can get him. While he's hanging, he will fall and jump up again to the right of you. Again, jump up to the left of you. And you can get into that rhythm and pattern, and he won't be a threat. Otherwise, you know, disappearing, reappearing, you know, kind of standard chameleon stuff you'd expect. Without that, I expect expect it would be pretty challenging. But again, these are all pattern recognition bosses, and that's what that is. Yeah, no, I, and then, like, the level of Sting Chameleon is kind of fun. I mean, I remember having issues with it, but Sting Chameleon is probably my least favorite boss because he disappears constantly throughout the fight and i just hate him yeah i fought him with the i fought him with the homing torpedo like it only does one damage but i didn't have to keep chasing (laughs) him down yeah i just just shoot it let it go and then his weakness is quanger but i use yeah i use x buster for him yeah yeah it was just for me yeah it's not very i can't get it to i've never been good at getting quanger to go the way i want it to go it just goes wherever it either goes up or down it it chooses i don't know how to choose it yeah, I think if you if you're holding up or down, um, that's how you kind of direct it in the direction you're facing. Um, it's tricky. It's tricky to get. It's, it, there is a way, but it it is tricky. It's not immediately obvious. It's just a it's like a, pat, a rhythm you have to get into. And you're right. It doesn't fire like that all the time. And you're kind of shooting it down. You're like, it doesn't help. There's no one underground. Come on now, game. <laughs> Give me a yeah. solid. But you can you can do it consistently. You get into the rhythm of it, and you you can do it consistently. Yeah, if you're a speedrunner, I watch him do it consistently and use Boomer Wanger to grab all sorts of platform things that he needed, and no problem at all. And I'm just like, that's impressive, sir. It's <laughs> it's and it's a wonderful weapon, even because if you charge it up, I believe it's like the big almost AOE attack where like you get four of these giant spinny things, which again is kind of useless because it takes five seconds to actually fire, <laughs> and the enemies are too fast for that. But it's a great multitasker weapon um because you can grab items with it and so it it, um weapons are always great when they do more than one thing um when they can not only you know harm or hurt someone but they can also be used for a utility purpose 
And this is a great example of it. It's a shame you get it towards the end if you're doing suggested order um, because it does make things a lot easier. There's a, a bunch of a few pickups you you have to get. You have to have it to get, um, especially in Spark Mandrel for the sub tank, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a boom. The boom there. Really a phenomenal um, weapon. Sting Chameleons, not so much. It just shoots in the shotgun blast thing. Although I did use it once during the Sigma stage, which I'll talk about. And then after that wraps up the, the eight good bosses of this game. Yep. <laughs> the and then you get a and then you get a cutscene. You get a, you get a cutscene of the lore that you've completely forgotten about because no one care about. Because you've played an hour and it's been an hour since you had that quick cutscene and you don't know when Zero shows up and says Look at you. You're stronger. Let's go attack the enemy base. And you're like, okay, let's go and do that. You bring up the rear. Really? Thanks. So you're still no faith. Defeated eight Mavericks. Where were you? What were you doing <laughs> during this whole time? <laughs> Fine. I'll bring up the rear. It's watching and, his uh, hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's the approach to Sigma's fortress. I I mean, I liked it because you first see zero again. But, oh, God, the Sigma fortresses levels are just I hate them. I hate all four of them. I hate the. I don't enjoy the bosses in all four. It's you're just not. The first one's okay. I remember it. Mm. You know, has these stupid moving platforms you have to jump on. But the fucking the first Sigma boss is a is a giant spider from hell. And <laughs> I I as a kid I remember getting to this boss and I could not figure out how to hurt him for some reason. I, I wasn't the smartest kid. I guess I don't know. But I had a really hard time with the spider because he he comes down. He'll 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 do his thing and then he'll come all the way down to you and have like a you have like a second to hit, charge yeah. a shot you just hit him it's he, as an adult I had no problem whatsoever as a kid I remember him just kicking my ass and he's just so annoying he's not that hard like as an adult like this is not hard just very annoying yeah because you have a tiny window to hit him before yeah. he shoots back up but even before him you fight Vile oh yeah stage. sorry yeah, I forgot about that. Be- yeah, he papered over the the, 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 the teary scene. Even before that, on the approach to to Sigma's fortress, it, it's not terribly challenging. Again, you have those giant tortoise tortoise uh, missile launchers and a lot of those flying bad guys who hover right above you, uh, which makes yeah. those really challenging. That's a pain. That's a real pain. One of the big things people complain about are those um, the platforms because again, this entry, this um, approach has again those hovering robots. They're always just right above your head when you're trying to jump. This is where the octopus shield is so good because they just bounce off of you. And you just climb the platforms. So anytime <laughs> yeah. they jump off, they just bounce off of you and they get destroyed. Um, again, making this the best um, secondary weapon in the game. But yeah, so you get the temporary, you get the uh, scene where you try to fight Vile again in his tank. He still wins. Um, but uh, and Zero is captured. He's you know he's been captured by the villain and of course in a super metroid moment he jumps on the back of vile destroying his armor and then you take him on um it's very just super bo- metroid <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah and you take him on with your uh with his back with his boba fett jetpack and uh pretty straightforward boss i don't remember having i don't know what i i don't remember what i used i might have used homing yeah it's very straightforward um again pattern recognition but um yeah what'd you guys do for for that guy he puts up more of a fight than Boba Fett does in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I at least know that much about him. Uh, uh, I'm just going to assume I used homing torpedo because it was kind of my go-to, especially going up that climb. Like you said, those flying robots are a pain in the ass. I was just shooting one of those right before they come on screen because by that point I died a hundred times. So Right, right. <laughs> it's pretty good. I had it's no problem with Lyle. I don't even rem- I just bust her him. I don't remember much about yeah, him. Yeah, I don't even think I, I, I wasted, you know, like, ammo and then you defeat him and then you approach zero 
who passes away, um, who disappears, I guess, into the ground. I guess that's what robots do when they die. And then, yeah. um, yeah. You're only show up again until t- two. Oh yeah. He's in like every game after this. So yeah. he's, he's in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, it's not like he's gone for good, but, um, you know, at this point in the time you think, Oh, zero's gone, but you've only had like three scenes with him. So I don't feel like I've had that much attachment. It's not a super Metroid moment. That's super, <laughs> that's super yeah. Metroid. It's, it's esque. That Super Metroid moment is wonderful and one of the greatest moments in games. So, huh. <laughs> but um, yeah, this guy, I actually forgot he dies. I was like, oh, that's right. He, he <laughs> I, fights it. Okay. I didn't pay. Again, we were saying before, story, what story? I just like, oh, it's zero. Okay, click, 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 click. Let's go fight some more robots. And not to, not to harp on this, because we're almost at like an hour 15 at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's um, longer than I thought. I figured, because I have so much things to say about this game, because I love it. It even gives you enough control to blow through the text of the, you, you don't want to read this. Don't read it. It's not that important. We're not in love with it. Like we are like X4 and X5 where every five seconds, there's a dialogue box. Hey, stop interrupting my game. Would you please just let me play the game? Stop interrupting me. You just want to play. You just blow through it. They even give you the control to forget about the story and just enjoy the game in the way you want, which is great. How it's supposed to be, and it's the second Sigma stage. I don't think we even need to say much about other than is that the worst boss or not the worst boss? The fucking like fit the two eyeballs and the nose that like you have to fight. It's boring. It's it's a boring boss. Well, we also forgot to mention that throughout this uh, journey through Sigma, we're fighting the bosses again. The main oh, you get the refights. It's a, it's definitely better than a boss rush because the game is pretty forgiving on supplying health packs and energy packs and all that sort of thing. And you're gonna die, and there is a sec the, the refill section towards the very end. So it's you don't have to worry too much about it. Um, yeah, it's more akin to the original Mega Man where you they're integrated into the the Sigma yeah. level. It's not like the teleporter rooms, like the later yeah. Mega Man's. I'm not a so fan of boss good. rushes. I, I don't I don't particularly care for them. I, I've already passed these tests. Why are you making me retake <laughs> tests I already passed? I don't understand padding. it. Yeah, it's padding. Like um, I've played Act Razor not too long ago, and they okay. their the last boss is an is, is a boss rush. And oh jeez, not 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 a fan of that. But anyway, oh that's I, a lovely game. People should play it. Yeah, the second, the face boss, I don't think much to say about him. He's just annoying. And then the the third, the final Sigma stage before the final boss, I don't remember much about that stage. I mean, none of these stages really we need to like really say too much. But that boss is also like it. I don't know his name, but he's like he's a like looks like a car, but the top part of the car comes off and shoots things at you, and you it's it's and he can crush you. It's a really annoying fight. I, I yeah, don't like it at all. It's it's a um it's it's just called so the previous so the bosses in this level in this sigma fortress i'm looking them up the first one's just called spider the second <laughs> yep. one's the, the second one's just called face and the third one's just called tank so there's wow, they, they really, really put a lot of they spent all their creativity on the um on the bosses that have names pop up um tank i actually ended up using the the uh the scorpion splitter because it always hit him it was he was large enough where i would get a shot on both pieces and I, I just felt that was easy as opposed to aiming just kind of letting that spread shot almost every time nail a shot so i basically kind of just tanked and again it was like a dps fight where I just you know whoever lost life first one or lost but life last oh that's so great what's that they do have names the first one is boss spider second really? one is uh rangda bangda oh this name. is made up someone made no. this up one. No, I don't know. okay Last Are one you on the Mega Man wiki site? Is D Rex. Uh, where am I? 
I don't know. Well, whatever whatever side I'm on, which is he's I, not I, wrong. Sure. That's I funny. Think it, it it actually is. Yeah, he was not lying to us, unfortunately. So, <laughs> someone was on LSD when they when they thought up those little those gems. My goodness. All right. Well, hey, I I stand corrected. <laughs> it's on the MegamanFandom.com. Okay. Yeah, I'm on a strategy wiki apparently. Okay. Well, and there's Rex. other versions. There's D Rex from Command Mission and D Shark from another from another Mega Man game. So they bring oh. back this thing. Interesting. Yeah. I want. I really want to play Command Mission someday for this show. Someday, I have it. I I, I do too. But all right, and, so, yeah, and then so you get to the final Sigma level, which this level also starts off in a way that I I have to describe it. Where you start off at the bottom of a hole and you just start jumping up. That's it. You just jump up a hole with little worms coming out that serve no purpose, just to irritate you if they even, if you even see them. And it's it, it gets you ready. Like you get up here and you see Sigma, and Sigma's like, "Yeah, here now, even worth fighting. Here's my dog. Fight my dog first. Well, I before I before you continue, I do need yes. to dine on the end the approach a little bit. Sure, it's not it. useless. That's your recharge station. Yeah, because all right. you should do is you put on the rolling, you put on the again the rolling shield, the octopus shield, and you just stand in front of one of those holes and you just charge up everything, get three more <laughs> lives, fill up all your sub tanks, and you just you just keep wall jumping on one of those uh, on holes, and every time one pops out, you don't even see the the pickup. You just Hear that satisfying sound of life recharging and sub tanks filling. See, I wouldn't that's know that because I just go to Armadillo Stage and fill up after every Sigma. See, that's the thing. I yes, but I I always that's what I use that way. I have to go back and forth. Yeah, and Armadillo Stage is the standard re refill stage, but um, yeah, that's what that's for. Then that way you can just kind of you know grind a little bit, get your health your your uh, sub tanks back up to snuff, and then take on Z Dog because he doesn't even want to bother with you. <laughs> My dog will take care of it. <laughs> I, I like that though. Like I that that was cool to me for some reason. Yeah, no, it's fine. I like it. It's it's a three stage boss fight that has actually three, you know, basically extremely different bosses. Um I, I I've heard this is not an original thought, but it's it's something I've taken to heart. Bosses should always be um be final exams. So they should be testing what you've learned up to that point. Um that's why Mario bosses are generally not good. I got into a long, day long Twitter argument. It was it was a well spirited, <laughs> nice argument. With the uh, the well read mage about this, because I, I posited that uh, Mario three bosses are very very bad, and they are. they are they are bad, and he posited that they are not. And we argued for nine hours on Twitter. It was a pretty good, but it was yeah healthy argument. It wasn't like screw you type of vi- the usual thing you see on Twitter where you just evolve to nasty memes and dumb gifts. It was actually a proper argument and. Mega Man does this beautifully because this is a true final exam. There's three levels of this um, where, again, the first boss, the dog is more precision, right? You have a smaller you have a smaller enemy who has the varied attacks. He'll shoot fi- the little fireballs in a high arc. Um, you have to be really good with your wall jump. And then we'll talk about Sigma and then the final form, which I'm not a big fan of. But the uh, final this- forms of Mega Man games are generally not great. It, it is. God, like the, the quick Sigma fight when he decides he thinks he's a Jedi, like that's fine because I just had you can Hadouken him. I don't know how a fight oh. probably wouldn't be easy otherwise, but it's still cool. He looks cool, but the final fight after his head falls down and goes up into the background of this room into a giant Anubis statue, it is awful because I think <laughs> only the rolling shield hurts him too. You, you either your standard cannon or 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 the uh, and I don't know if your regular arm buster will just will take you, care you of it. You have to charge char- it all the way up to the pink one, the only way to hurt him. Jeez. Right, because if you don't get the pink buster in the level, automatically zero, zero gives it to you before yeah. you approach it. You're right. Right. Um, and yeah, and then the rolling 
again, the rolling is what what takes him out. Um, if I can, if you guys, did you, Michael, did you also use the Hadouken on? Sigma? Oh, absolutely. Okay, uh, the first two forms. Yeah, like, and yeah, I still died on him frequently, so I, I kind of fought all of them multiple times. But yeah, the second form using Hadouken makes that so much easier than them. You just to have to time it right. Deal with him in his lightsaber. Yeah, it's actually the, the the dog is harder actually than regular Sigma because I didn't have it this time, so I didn't obviously use it. I you, all you really have to do is just wall jump to the corner, and if you're not on the ground, he zigzags up in a very tight yeah. zigzag. So all you really have to do is just time your time of descent as he's leaving the wall you're on, get off a shot, and then hit the ground. And as he comes down on his final you know rightward descent, just climb back up and do it again. And you can just spam him into this loop of sh- uh, going back and forth. His blocking is pretty cool. This is the first time I think you've experienced anyone who can block a shot, which is pretty neat. But you can armadillo, that- yeah, yeah sorry, 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 armadillo. But it's yeah, he uh, it's pretty well. He well, armadillo doesn't actively block. I don't think he doesn't shield. He doesn't actively yeah. block. No, he'll actually actively block with his lightsaber as if he's Darth Vader. So, but yeah, that's how you can beat him. He's pretty straightforward if you know the pattern and just realize that's a pattern. Um, but then you get to that final one, man, and it's not. It's I don't like fighting stages because he, <laughs> especially like like face. Face is a stage. Like you're just fighting a room. And fighting rooms aren't terribly fun because all you're doing is you're taking out little points of damage, and that's really what you're doing it's in this. You're just, fight. It's I, I've never been a big fan of that when when games do that, but it's very challenging. It took me numerous tries, um, but uh, finally I succeeded. And uh, there's really no great way of doing it. You just got to climb one of those hands, doof them in the face with a rolling ball, or if you don't have any, the the buster. And um, yeah, hooray, you win. But it's or do win. you? <laughs> well, that's when you have the stupid little. I mean, well, you had the cool ending where he's standing in front of the building, and the building or the base is crumbling, and like it's Mario World, and you just got done beating a <laughs> castle, and that, that's cool. That's and that, I, the first time yeah. I beat this game, I just let that go and moved on and did something else. And the next time that I played the game. I saw that it also had something else happen where it there's a Sigma pops up and says, I'm still alive X or something like that. Yeah. My spirit is in it. I just not, I need to find another form, which basically means there's going to be sequels. I'll be there. Don't be, don't, don't pretend like we didn't tell you. So in other words, he's Ultron and they didn't just, they didn't burn him out of the internet is what you're trying to say. Right. Basically that's basically it. Yeah. The ending's fine. It's standard SNES ending. You get this cool little scene of walking back to your base as the, on that road as you know, the, the, the sun is getting brighter. It's really cool. You get all the weird names of the, of the enemies with no context, which is fine. Yeah. You know, it's your standard kind of SNES ending. Yeah. It's not the destination, it's the journey that makes this game. <laughs> no, I mean, this game is all about just how tight the gameplay is and how much fun it is still to this day. Like, I had a blast playing this game. I played it twice. That's not like me. Yeah, yeah. So, and I 100%ed it, too. That's also not like me. So, that should that should tell anyone listening how much I love this game. So, any last things you want to say before we go to questions, comments, or memories? Uh, the way X says Hadouken is pretty adorable. Oh, yeah. It's really Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> that i didn't know it was in this game until way like that is such a secret that i i some a friend of mine told me about it the first time i found out it existed in this game yeah it's a it's a nintendo power special you have to kind of just you have to have the power <laughs> yeah you wouldn't there's no way you would have been able to figure no, this out if you no way oh you it's too 
it's too exact. Like the whole idea that you have to kill yourself four times after getting everything. Like you, I could see someone getting everything, running through armadillo state just for the hell of it, and being like, "Wait a second, what's that?" But you have to die four times to see it. You're not going to do that. Yeah, because you, cause if you don't have that, there's a health pack up there, right? So you're like, "Oh, secret little health pack before I fight the boss." Neat. Okay. So you, it doesn't even signal that there could be anything up there other than that health pack. It's, but, and I think you can only throw the Hadouken once. Um, you can throw you it. Just, you just have to be full health. You can do it as much as oh. you can get the input to work. Yeah, it's not. I had a hard. I couldn't. I was. I wasn't able to get it that exact. It's also not that fast either. It it takes a couple seconds, or it takes a yeah. second to pull off, which is not is a lot of time in a Mega Man game. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, questions. I guess, huh? All right, let me pull those up because I wasn't doing that when I should have been. <laughs> all right, first we're going to start with a Mega Man fan group. I actually have a bunch, but I'm not going to read them all, but I will definitely read some. From Carlos Soto, Mega Man X is the, be- is the best series for me. The music, the characters, the story it was something ahead of his time. After you defeat a boss, it would affect the same and others. It's just awesome. 100% right. From Agreed. Jason Kovatun, use a charge armadillo to climb towers and boomers level. And on the first castle stage, when climbing the platforms, is in the beginning, nobody ever seems to do that and makes you invincible through both of those areas. Wait, okay. say that again? I was, I was, so he said armadillo? Um, oh. Use the armadillo in, in climbing the towers and boomer quanger, I think is what he meant. Oh, I wonder if he meant the octopus, because that's that's how I handled it, because that's the rolling shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he meant the rolling shield. Which rolling is shield. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah that's Only the, torpedo that's the... octopus. Right, right. he meant, oh, I keep forgetting that. That's right. Okay, yes, so he's <laughs> right. Yes, the right. Armadillos, yes. Said my brother won this game at a gaming competition back in the day at a furniture shop called Larson's. I remember just pouring through the instruction manual on the way home, excited as all fuck to get home and play it. Mm. It's a cool story. Those instruction manuals were so good. Yes, they were. Lots of memories of ripping open games and and reading instruction manuals nice. in in just giddy anticipation. Still have all mine too. Yeah, I got and, a whole binder full of them. Do you really? I have. I they're sitting in my mom's basement somewhere, probably rotting. They're probably they're worth something. It's like in my I parents' closet. Uh, in a, I used in a keep, uh, sorry. I used to keep all the boxes, like, and everything inside them. So I technically, oh. if I went back to my mom's house, if when when I ever get to do that again, because who knows, we could be in seclusion for the rest of our lives. Thanks, COVID. Thanks, twenty twenty. Follow up, folks. If, I mean, I had if, somebody. I had a very, very in quotation educated man. At, when I was like, I was telling someone, "Hey, when the vaccine comes," and the guy's like, "There won't be one." I want to be like, "Ah, you." Okay, truther. Like, Thanks. I don't care who you support politically, but. Again, if you really believe that every country in this world is just trying to hurt Trump, I got news for you. You're an idiot. Like, I mean, I could maybe see that like, you could believe, okay, this one news station is being political and they're just trying to hurt Trump. Okay. I wouldn't believe you, but I could buy that. Like, okay, I can understand you could think that. When you think every country in the world is lying to make Trump look bad, well, I got news for you, buddy. No one cares that much. Well, I, I didn't expect um, commentary like that in, in I didn't our either. little back in the next game. <laughs> I was just thinking, okay, Quanger, and then came out. My- but. Oh, it was okay, Boomer Mike. Apparently, Mike Gage is real quick there. <laughs> it just well, my son had COVID, so when the guy said that, I I wanted to say something. I can't, but I wanted to say something. Oh, that's a shame. Sorry to hear that. It, 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 he's fine now. He's I just saw him yesterday, but he's doing fine. But yeah, it made me just go like, come on, yeah. people, like it's not fake. Anyway, so, more question <laughs> um, from Keith Treadaway. When this game came out, for some reason, I thought the airport was in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Okay. Okay. So, and then um, uh, last one I want to read from this group, from Matt Kirschish. The first Mega Man game I had I had ever owned. I had only known about Mega Man from the TV show at that point. My condolences. <laughs> I was blown away by the design, the music, and the bosses. I spent countless hours playing this with my friends, looking for secret boss weaknesses and new strategies. To this day, my all-time favorite game. It is. It's a good all-time favorite game. It is. 
And I have one from the Super Nintendo Super Group I want to read from Oliver Generit. Really great game. If you really like it, I'd recommend you play Mega Man X4 for the PS, my personal favorite of the saga. Never oh. Michael, you said your uh you said yours too? Yep. I love X4. I, really? I've never I never really got into it. I I have to like really replay the series and and uh, I a couple of years ago I I went through a st- uh, a stint where I played all the Mega Man NES ones in a row. Like just kind oh, of nice. to do them all. And they're all great to fine. Someday. I got to do that with X2, I, I, the X series. I never really gave it like a full run through, so. Hmm. I really yeah, X2 will be on the show at some point. Those legacy collections make it real easy to do. Yeah, yeah. All right, and I'm going to read this one from the Overblood group from friend of the show, Emmanuel, Leon Santiago Rodriguez, to get his full name, Commander Lionheart, the guy who will not play Resident Evil. As a kid, I never got around to playing the first X games. I never had a Super Nintendo. I did, however, have a cousin who had the game but never let me play it. I did, however, end up having him playing the hell out of X4, which is my favorite one. It wouldn't be until three to four years ago that I got to play the original X on my 3DS and loved it. The game holds up super well and has memorable bosses and kick-ass theme songs. I really hope Mike actually listened to the songs in this game. He did! He did! <laughs> we didn't talk a lot about the music. I we mean, will. we can just... All- over a lot, we can just basically overarchingly say the music is fantastic. I think my favorite stage scene, stage music is Storm Eagle. Um, if I remember <laughs> it, I've been I've been humming it all day. Just so you know, I'm just in like in my brain. I think and it's Storm Eagle, but the last yeah. thing Emmanuel said that I want to read. So needless to oh. say, that if I were there talking about, it, I would have put it on the shelf. So there's 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 That's his answer it. if we wanted to know it. That's it. Uh, I I tried to get him on Ratchet and Clank next week, but he he said no. <laughs> so he told me no. All right, and I'll read a couple more from Danny Palacio. The music was amazing, especially the intro level, which yeah, true, oh, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Again, the best, the best one of the best intro levels ever designed. Yeah, and from Daniel Melman, this was the first game I ever played on an emulator, and the first SNES game I ever played. I loved it. Well, you started with the best there, sir. You sure did. You sure did. You well, started. Oh, what am I one. saying? Oh God, slap myself. Oh God. <gasps> oh my God. Wow. Oh, yeah, that just. Sh- I know. I you're the big Crunch Sugar fan. That's right. I'm like, what the hell am I saying? And then six, it's like top fourth, maybe. I did have so much fun playing through this game. Like in a, in a, in a, just I beat it twice. It was great. I ain't, I ain't beaten Chrono Trigger twice when we do it on the show. I can tell you that much. Not have, I won't have time in a week. No. Uh, and then last one that I want to read from Chris. Chris M, Mega Man X is the main reason I don't do PC gaming today. I played the crap out of it on SNES. So when I got a copy for PC with a controller, I thought I'd have as much fun. Instead, the game crashed after the opening level, and I never figured out why. Mega Man X was the first game I beat before my brother did. Oh, love that I, comment. I, I lied. I, I did own this game. I had it on PC. Oh, wow. I still remember the, the cheat to get all the items is X stuff. You just type it in. It gives you all, all the hard tanks, all the armor, and everything. Actually, wow. I lied. I'm going to read two more. I'm re- looking at these and I like this. This one from Ray Kuntz. Top three favorite game of all time. Also the only game I own for my SNES for over a year. I could probably do the first level blindfold. Yeah. Wow. And yep. last one I'm going to read from Steve Lusader. I still have my original SNES cart all these years later. Even if I don't have an SNES anymore, it's an all-time great with its high-paced action, incredible soundtrack, awesome weapons and effects. Everything is true. Yep. All true statements. Maybe not. I mean, I, I can't believe I, I was going to say this game better than Chrono Trigger. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I know. NF, must be... And Link to the Past. Uh, this said... is, I think this is better Link to the Past, but that's just me. Well, I disagree. Episode 50, I can hear all about it. But the thing about this game, like, it's a very good pick-up-and-play game. Where Link to the Past and Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger, those are not pick-up-and-play. Like Those are like, it's a commitment you're making. This is a game you can pick up and beat it in like an hour. Easy. I mean, not that easy, but you can beat it in an hour. It, it, that's something that's so special about Mega Man X that makes me like the fact that I beat it twice in a weekend 
while doing recording, while doing everything else, I just couldn't stop myself and skip playing. <laughs> so fun. Something special to me when I, when I, because I don't do that. I'm the kind of guy I beat a game. We are done. Game's over. Moved on. And that didn't happen. All right. I think we should go to Shelf or Box. And Mike, why don't you go first? Uh, sure, man. So it's going to go on the shelf just because of the, it's basically a pinnacle of, of early Super Nintendo games. Like, uh, it's a huge improvement from the original series. Everything's bigger and better, of course. The bosses, like I talked about at the beginning of the episode, that I love the designs. Like, even through the rest of the series, even even Mega Man X7 has cool-looking bosses. We won't talk about that game. We will, that will... No. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, we cover through series. We're, we might no. get there. This does good. No, they didn't, make any, they didn't make any more after X4. It's really strange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, yeah, speaking of X4, it definitely made me want to keep playing through the first four X games because it's such a great series. But... That being said, I think I like X3 and 4 a little more than this one because there's more stuff to collect and I don't know. That's fun to me. So I started X3 as soon as I finished this one. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go, go well, but maybe maybe we'll get to it at some point. We will. I'm sure it's just I can guarantee we will at some point. I want to play <laughs> I need to play two and three and talk about it. To a live studio audience. <laughs> I want to make that. All right. Uh, Bill, how about you? Stuff for bye. Oh, uh, that's, I mean, this is, yeah, this is not only on the shelf, it's on the highest port in the shelf. It is, it is indeed my favorite, uh, my favorite game. I think it's my favorite game of all time. It, there's have you heard of Chrono Trigger, sir. I have, <laughs> I have, and I love Chrono Trigger. I, 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 I've had, I did a, I do a series again on the well-read mage called Retro Thunderdome. And I did one again, it was Chrono Trigger versus, um, Final Fantasy six. And while I like Final Fantasy six more, Chrono Trigger is objectively a better game. So just when you analyze it. But back to Mega Man, I the way I like to say about games that are quote unquote perfect, and I don't think that a perfect game exists. Um, the closest game that's perfect is Tetris. Um, because Tetris, I believe, is truly a perfect game. Um, it's an elemental game. And if you ever do a Tetris episode, I demand to be on it. Um, there will be a mini at some point. Okay, then well, don't it won't be a mini because I'll talk about it for an hour and a half because you can. <laughs> it's uh, it's games of this caliber cannot be improved; they can only be iterated upon. You can only build on the shell, and that's how Mega Man X is because the design of this game is nearly flawless. Um, it's all about play. It feels so good in your hands. It's got it feels buttery, right? It feels almost decadent playing this game because of the range of motion um you know obviously you can't fly around the screen like a crazy person but the levels are beautifully designed around your range of motion so you have all the tools you need at any given moment to tackle these levels in a variety of different ways um the every weapon for the most part has some sort of utility outside of especially once you get the charge up outside of its initial ability uh, the bosses across the board are good. You know, the Sigma ones, you know, not some are harder than others and some are more annoying than others. But none of them are, I would say, horrendously bad or game-breaking bad. Just really hard. It's got a cool design aesthetic. It it ups Mega Man from – it just takes him to three levels above what he was on the NES. It uses the architecture. There's no dumb – uh, what the hell was it called? Z-Motion or what was it? The, the oh, Gosh, dang, like the pilot wings – thing I don't uh, mode seven mode seven oh. thank you there's no dumb mode seven effects for no reason because we have to have that 
it's just um, a beautifully architected game that's, I don't know, I think it's the pinnacle of the series. And uh, I'm interested in playing the rest of them because I really haven't spent tons of time in any of the other ones. Um, well, just we dabbling. To, we know who to talk to when we come on to X2 someday. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Well, I, mean, I can't imagine it being better. I can't imagine it being better. I can imagine it being an iteration, right? The next, a next version. I can tell but you X2 I don't think it's going to prove that. Yeah, those I'm sorry, those core mechanics aren't going to be better, and that's why this is my favorite game of all time. Um, it beats Super Met. It took Super Metroid off of that pedestal. It should. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm I'm shocked by it, but Metroid's not. Yeah, objectively, it is a better game. So Metroid just does some, does it. I mean, it, it starts you know the Metrovania in, in a way, but it, it's not. Eh, I, I I like Super Metroid, but not as it's not. It gets too high of a of a state just because of what it is, not how good it is. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's like, like maybe been, we'll redo it on the show someday. I want to redo that game, but that's Retro- yeah. gold. And I is damn near un- impossible to play with modern hands. <laughs> so 10. I've oh, we played. Tra- oh, did you? Uh, I, yeah, I listen to that now. It is damn near impossible to play with modern hands. I tried it at a gaming convention a couple of years ago. It was sitting on a, you know, original hardware N 64. I picked up that controller. I couldn't move. I'm like, what? How does this work? <laughs> I, this is just brutal. But anyway, shelf. Okay. I, first thing I need to say is the music in this game was phenomenal. You're not going to hear me say that very often because I think partly it's just that it's from my childhood. So I have to have the music on. And I was just just enjoying everything about this game. I, I play the safe states, of course, as everyone knows. Like I, I own this game in the cartridge. I own the Legacy Collection. I own this game too many times. So. I didn't feel any guilt playing the emulator. And it's just su- it's such an amazing game. So like I, when I went into this, I wasn't expecting to have as much fun with it as I did. I mean, the reason Bill's on here, because he told me he made a tweet where he's in one of the greatest games, you know, his favorite game of all time. So I'm like, oh, we got to get him for the show. And I did not expect to completely fall in love with this game. Like I, I, as I, I said multiple times, I played it twice and I could almost play it a third time. If I didn't have other things I have to do and don't have time. But it's just so much fun. It's just it's such a fun pick up and play game. You run through it. It's not super challenging until near the end. but you know, you just beat the eight bosses and call it a night. Like you don't need to beat the Sigma stages. Like just you know, the eight bosses where the where the is where the meat, where the fun is at. And so it's going on the shelf, and I cannot wait to play X two. Maybe this week, maybe this weekend, but I am pretty damn busy, so we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great game. So glad we did it on the show. Put it on the shelf. Everyone should play it. And there's many ways to go play it. It's on everything, I think. So mm-hmm. go play it. Pretty much. It's on iOS too. Don't play that version, but go play this game. <laughs> All right. Any any last things to say? Well, Mega Man X, probably not, because that showed a game earlier. I'm good. I also want to give another shout-out, in case you didn't hear me earlier, to Nerd Radio. And there'll be a link in the show notes. I'm not going to say it the way he said it. It's it's an eight-hour podcast he records every Sunday where he dives into movies, comics, games. So definitely, if you're you're bored, you know, you got some time to kill, check him out. I think he he must live stream or something, but there'll be a link in the show notes to him. So definitely give him a look at if you need something new to listen to. And also, Mike, why don't you introduce what we're talking about next week? Because this is completely your pick. We're going to be playing the 2002 PlayStation Classic? The original Ratchet and Clank. Hmm. And a man you would not come on the show for. I tried. He's like, nope, 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 nope. Anything but one, he said. He would not play one. I'm kind of with him. You picked one. Yeah, I I tried to get you to play two, and you said you wanted to start at the beginning. Well, I, I think that's the right way to play it. <laughs> yeah, it I'm is. Not, you're you're not complaining about one, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so we'll get there next week, I'm sure. <laughs> All 
All right, and I, I think that about wraps up the episode. I think we should. Go, I'm going to go to plugs first. I want to say, if you enjoyed this episode, tell someone, tell a friend, tell an enemy. I don't care. Make a Facebook post. Let somebody know. It's a great way to help out the show. Cost you nothing. Just let people know that you enjoy. Let people know you listen to us. And because the more listeners we get, the more I can eventually do with this show. Because I have lots of plans, but I need more listeners to make that happen. Still. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, we cover Mega Man one and two in episode twenty five with a completely different cast. We also covered. Those haven't come out yet. There will be a Mega Man comic eventually coming out, but that's still not out yet. So the only Mega Man thing to listen to is Mega Man 1 and 2, episode 25. Definitely check that out if you need some more Mega Man, because I don't even remember what the hell I said over a year ago when I recorded that episode. Long time ago. Um, also, if we do movie episodes, we're constantly we're going through the MCU movies with this current cast right now. We have just published Avengers recently, so check that out. And that's all, those, those need to be listened to, because they're, they're great. We deep dive into the MCU. We also do comics. We do other random movies, so definitely check those out. And if you liked their intro, courtesy of Bubby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from ZP Bite the Bullet, song of the Cool Kid Squad, definitely, you'll see a link in the show notes. Check him out. He does lots of different retro music, which is pretty good. I was listening to a lot of it for an upcoming episode. We might be talking with him, hopefully. And I can follow, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where I'm constantly posting new images of what's going on and new episodes of the show, because I'm constantly releasing episodes twice a week, because I'm crazy. So definitely check all those out, and we will see you guys all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.